Good morning, everyone. So, uh, since last week, we've only gotten closer to Purim, and we'll certainly uh, focus on something related to that. So this time, I'd like to, on this occasion, I'd like to discuss the following pair, the, the drinking Adela Yoda and uh, the potential uh, crimes and misdemeanors that uh, might ensue if one drinks uh, Adela Yoda. So this time we'll start directly with the Shulchan Aruch. So if you look on the Shulchan Aruch, in Simon Tafresh Tzadik Siv Beis, the Mechaber, all he has to say on the subject is the following. Quote, That's all uh, the Mechaber has to say on the record. But uh, there's a very, very long, lengthy Haggah of the Ramah there. And the Ramah begins by saying, Some say you don't have to get that drunk. Just drink a little more than usual. You fall asleep. And uh, by sleeping, you don't know the difference between Aram and Baruch Mordechai. And the Ramah is not taking a particular side. You want to do a lot, you want to do a little. As long as you have the right intentions, your heart's in the right place. All right, then there's an arichas in the middle about other things. And then at the end of this Haggah, some say that if you harm your friend due to the Simcha of Purim, you're exempt. You can uh, get away free. Also later, in the next Simon and Tafesh there's another Haggah of the Ramah. The Ramah starts by saying, Mashinagu, Lilbaish, Partsufim, Purim. Is a masquerade. Then you have the famous issue of a gever levish similas isha, of isha gever is cross-dressing. So it's not an iser because the kavana is not for inappropriate behavior in this case. You, you have a unique situation where it's lasimcha ba'alma, it's just uh, for good cheer. Same would apply to levisha's climb de rabbanam, which is its own uh, discussion. The Ramah actually puts his thumb down and says the Minig is still like the first Svara. And he adds, People who are grabbing from each other <clears throat> uh, in, a, in a joyous way, in a playful way, that's also not stealing. That's the Minig. As long as you don't uh, cross any lines to be determined by uh, the people running the city. And the source is the tshuva of the ma'arimits. So, a lot of subjects and topics here. Now, the, the, the actual discussion relating to what's the chiyav of drinking, what are you mechayiv to drink, and the yeshayim, the not. That's its own topic. I'm not uh, planning on getting into that. But, but close, we know that there's a machlekas about this since the time of the Rishonim. And in a certain sense, uh, there's still people pulling each way uh, up until today. You'll still have people that come out and say there's no Chiv, and there'll be people that say, or, or at least act like there is a Chiv. Um, and it seems like, just as it was then, till now, there's always, the, it seems like more of a minority that uh, conspicuously uh, refrain from uh, partaking in uh, overdoing the festivities, but the majority either are actually getting drunk, or at least in theory are open to, to getting drunk. Uh, so that's one topic. Another topic we're not going to get into is the Simlas Isha, dressing up on Purim and specifically this idea, which the Ramah actually seems to endorse, 
Also, it's on topic. I actually once gave a share on it uh, somewhere else last year. But I want to talk about the, uh, the issue of causing damage, causing harm. Now, um, this din, actually, that's cited twice in the Ramah, is actually not directly what I want to talk about, because when he quotes in Tavish Tadakei, B'Shem Tudum and Tavish Tadakei, B'Shem Ari Mintz, the gather over there is not really related to the drinking. But more, B'Tzad, it's a special gather of the day. It's like a kind of day where certain rules are relaxed, you can get away with certain things you can't get away with on other days, and it's like uh, everyone's uh, moment is a little hefker, uh, so to speak, on that day. As long as you're, uh, whatever you're doing is in a, in a friendly, joyous way, not that you're uh, waking up that day with uh, the intentions of wrecking havoc. Uh, and and for, there, for that reason, it's Labdav Kapurim, but really any time like that. Uh, any zman simcha, you see the Rishayim talking about, uh, any zman of simcha that is likely to end up with this kind of behavior. And uh, if you look in the Maharimints, in the, which the Ramah is citing the Tavish Tadik Vav, so it actually goes together, he brings it together with the idea of the simcha, so the Ramah brings it together because in the source there, it goes together. According to Maharimints, it's all one concept, that in this kind of misgaret, this kind of context, you're not, you don't have bad intentions, ill intentions. You mean uh, the shame simcha. So, so to quote Mari Mintz, he ends off in his tshuva, Mishum simchas purim le'yikri gezel, kivin she'na oisa manas ligzel, you're not doing it for the sake of benefiting from someone else. El mishum simchas purim, it's just in the spirit of purim. So achinami, the argument he was making, nidin didan, with the clothes, le'yishna, no different, kivin she'ena mechavan l'niyo, fell le'simchas purim, they're right there, they're Reason why it's Osir is there's other reasons to be doing it. And he adds a throws in a line, the Gazov Rayas Yatsir Echadland, the same underlying Yatsir somehow. So if we matter this, we matter that. Uh and that's where he leaves it. And like I said, I'm not getting into this issue per se as well. By the way, the Gabi this did not fully clear what actually the Lacha would be Lamaisa today. Um, as them, it sounds like even up to the remote, it sounds like it wasn't like a side thing. It sounds like this was a central way of expressing happiness and joy and excitement on a day like this. Mashenkin today, we probably wouldn't uh, describe it that way. That like, oh, a central part of having a good time is by I don't know grabbing things and, and, and stuff like that. Um, if you look at the Arach HaShulchan here, the Arach HaShulchan Taka says, We don't have that anymore. We don't get that carried away. It ends up with the damages. The Shalom actually says, But despite what he says, it's still common today to a certain extent, maybe not as the central way of expressing oneself, but as sort of a side thing. It comes along with the festivities. Someone who opens his house to a bunch of uh, people drinking, he's probably going to expect that uh, some things are going to get knocked over. uh, Someone's going to walk in and just grab something. Um, So it is still, to some degree, part of the simcha. It sounds like that at least uh, he and his uh, surroundings must have been uh, particularly uh, cult, so to say, uh, that to them it was talking mamash unheard of, the way he's describing it, there's mamash unheard of for any hezek to happen as a result. That probably doesn't uh, represent uh, the average person. 
So, uh, so Adayim, it's not clear how exactly you would pass, and, and I guess it always really depends on what the exact circumstances were and, and what was going on. Um, it's also interesting to note, again, that you really have two sides in the Ramah himself. On the one hand, he's the one who introduces the Shita that you don't have to be uh, Mishtaker so much, although he has not that he's taking a side, but he did introduce both sides. And on the other hand, he's the one introduced in the halacha. That, by the way, you can get away with stuff uh, due to the simcha. Again, like I said, it's not really connected to the drinking per se, but uh, interesting to note. But I want to elaborate more on the, the hazak damages and things like that that are a result not of the general spirit of Purim, but specifically due to drinking. Um... Now, there are a number of uh, people who are Mitzayan to uh, a very unique uh, passage in the words of the Ramah elsewhere, which uh, are a bit in contrast to the impression you might get from just uh, looking in Shulchan Aruch. Uh, and it's, it's, you, could, you can find it in, where is it? You can find it in a say from Mechir Yayin on Megillah's Esther. Um, now, what is, what is the nature of the Ramah say from Mechir Yayin on, on Megillah's Esther? So just to... Uh, provide some background on that. It's, uh, it's sort of a, a pirush, according to the order of the psukim, that's how it's uh, the format. But it's not really a regular pirush, he's not coming to explain the Megillah, really. It's, uh, he's coming to provide, to offer an interpretation of the whole story of the Megillah, the Firuchnis. But in his unique style, which is a blend of uh, philosophy and uh, Musr and the Teres Hanafesh, as I'll uh, describe now in short. So generally, and in short, the way he uh, sees the story is he divides it into three. The first part of the Megillah, the party, that represents the youth, uh, the very young years of a person. And that's a very wild time, like the party. And uh, Vashti represents what the person is up against. The the Vashti within him is uh, the issue at that time. Then at some point, at the end of that period, get rid of Ashti, you replace it with something better. Then the second part, the middle of the Megillah, the Gzeda, he says, corresponds to the adult years when uh, a person matures, his, uh, his inner uh, battles are a little more mature. So then it's the Mordechai in his, uh, in his nafesh against the Haman. And uh, Esther is sort of there in the middle, and Mordechai has to bring Esther to his side to, to do what Mordechai wants. And uh, the final part, uh, after Haman is killed, after finally get rid of Haman, so that, he says, corresponds to uh, the older years, person ages. So then everything's already running according to the, the, the Ratzon of Mordechai and Esther. And uh, when it comes to the Yom Tov at the end and, and all that, so he starts talking in terms of reaching the level of Nevoah. He says, it's a dargah of Nevoah, that's Yudalad, Yad Hashem. And then there's a dargah of Tezvav. Tezvav is Yudke, that's Tamamish Noah Hashem himself. He says, the Yidden and Shushan, they got to the level of Yudalat. But Nachu, then they rested on Tezvav, which means they didn't reach that level of Tezvav. And everyone else, Nachu be Yudal, they didn't even get to the level of Yudal. Yudgimel is a lower level, a high level of uh, Seichel. 
What's the Mishnah v'Simcha? He says, Mishnah v'Simcha is Merame is actually to the Sudas Levyasin and the Sherabar in the future. So whatever you didn't reach now, whatever you didn't accomplish now, that's your Mishnah v'Simcha for the future. That's what you're going to attain then. So uh, whoever was, uh, whoever was in Shushan, whoever was Mukaf Chaimo, which represents someone who has more of a Shleimos, so he already reached out Darg of Yedalit. So his Mishnah v'Simcha, his loss of love is going to be the Darg of Tezvav. But Yehudim Aprazim, those who are in the cities that don't have a wall, so they're not Bishlemus even now, so their Mishnah Simcha is even the Yedalit. So then he gets to the word Simcha, Mishnah V'yamtav, Mishleach, Manas, Ishlareyehu. And he writes that uh, this seems to be linked to the Chazal, Chayav Adam L'Besurim B'Poria. And so how is he going to fit this in? How is he going to interpret this? He says it's like the Nimshal. I'm saying that the Sudas Purim refers to the Sudas Levyasin in the future. And in the future, there won't be any Homo, as I've explained them in my Pirush. Homo, the Yitzhahara, is going to be gone. So that, that's what the Chazal is saying. Lost at Lavoy, the Sumer will be that he won't know. There's no Homo. What is Homo? They won't know. So that's. That fits with his mahalach uh, of explaining everything Baruchnius and it's lost of love so this detail of Adliyata included. Then he says, Void in Italy, I have another way of explaining this chazal, also in line with something else that we explained. It says, you have to be Misume Adliyata. So he says, you can touch that as long as Adliyata, as long as you don't know, that's when Libisume. But once uh, you are Yedea, Mishayeda Osirlishtaker. Flips it around. Once you know the difference, so then you shouldn't get drunk. So he says you have the stage of the Yaldus, the younger years. That uh, someone at that age still hasn't figured anything out. He doesn't know the difference between Haman and Mordechai. That's someone uh, the, the, the youthful turmoil. So that's where the Basume comes in. Uh, drinking fits in in that context. But once someone matures and ages and understands what Haman and Mordechai are about. He has the Mordechai, he has the Seichel, so then drinking doesn't uh, feel appropriate anymore, like it says in the Marabrachas, don't drink and don't sin. Uh, it goes together. So here he's already explaining the drinking Kipshuta, but uh, the Adli Yoda is still not Kipshuta, uh, but it fits in with uh, a different thing that he explained about the different stages of life. And it's not clear to what extent is he talking like actually practically, or is he just speaking uh, at any rate, it doesn't seem like he's talking about Purim at all in this interpretation. It just seems like he's saying, uh, someone who's at this stage of life uh, goes along with drinking, and at this stage of life uh, doesn't go along with drinking. And now, and at this point, he abandons his whole way of explaining things. He just says, but if we're already talking about it, when you're, uh, I understand this, pshat, because the mitzvah of Purim is the drink, the EF, you're not going to be able to get away without drinking at all in Purim. You're for sure going to start drinking. So he says, you should deliberately make a point of drinking as much as you can until you're completely blacked out. Because then the Ramah says, you'll be potter even if you, even if you sin and even if you do Averis, then we'll be able to say that it was all bainus. But if you don't drink enough, and then you do Averis, which also happens. Uh, then forget you're chayev. So you're just getting yourself in trouble. You're drinking, and then you're getting you're, you're doing trouble. Uh, so he says, it says, Shika shoharag narag. So if a shik commits a murder, we punish him with death. Unless he reaches uh, shikhrusi shalait, unless he's completely uh, unaware of what he's doing. 
So therefore, it's Kedai, that's the Chayav Inish, Kedai to get to reach that stage so that you don't know what's our Hama, but you don't know the difference between Einish Lashar, you don't know the difference between right and wrong, um, or the punishment that you get for right and wrong, which is the, the punishment that, uh, that Haman got versus Mardukai. So if you're at that stage of uh, cognitive uh, blankness, so therefore you're not, you're not the Mazik anymore, so even if you sin, you're not punished. He says, that's why the Gemara says the Maisa of uh, Rav and Rebzeira, that uh, the Gemara is, uh, is endorsing, the Gemara is saying, this is what uh, ideally should happen. You get so carried away, you commit murders, you have no idea what you did. Perfect. That's how it should be done. And then you don't get punished. So it's great. That's what the Ramah says in Mechari Ayin, Pella. Um, and according to what he's saying, that this is the side of Chai Benish Lubasumim. So I want to focus on this Allah concept that the Ramah invokes, Shechrusi Shalait, you can get away with things, and to see how far this really applies. Now, uh, once we're talking about this din of Shechrusi Shalait, so then it really doesn't have much to do per se with Purim itself, the specific day. If you're Potter, you're Potter anything. Um, Ramah is saying here is a dafka on this day, there's a certain kavanat chila, you're going in with a certain intention, but uh, you have to clarify that Avad, even according to Ramah, if the person gets drunk in order to go uh, commit a, you know, go on a crime spree, surely that's not uh, under the excuse of Shekhar Sushalit, surely that's not uh, what the Ramah meant, and we'll touch on that later. Um, maybe this is also the place to throw in a disclaimer regarding the, the Xero or the Takana or whatever you want to call it of uh, the Rabbi. And again, drinking, uh, which Dafka the Rebbe said is, you know, to use the model of the Ramah, Yemei Anaros, or, uh, all, you know, the more mature is Dafka for the Yemei Anaros, when according to the Ramah, maybe uh, drinking uh, goes along with it. But it's based on the same logic, essentially, just flipping it around. Of course, the Yemei Anaros is a time that someone can drink and cause trouble, so that's why you shouldn't. When you're older, when uh, hopefully you're not, uh, you know, causing trouble anyway. So uh, the way I understand what the Rebbe the Gzera was, that ultimately it was based on the results, the behavior, the ensuing behavior, and uh, it was connected to specific incidents of people that said certain things, people that did certain things, and the Rebbe was reacting to that and saying, well, in that case, this is what we need to do in order to prevent those things from happening. So uh, if somehow, for some reason, someone is not being careful with the, the drinking, so that at least should be nizer on the... And the kilo on the tam, and at least be nizer, but dibur, but not to, to say anything or to do anything that's uh, problematic. Um, and especially since of fihalach, you are responsible for everything you say and do, unless you reach that level of shikrus shalayit, which we'll see is not uh, you know the standard shikr doesn't reach that level. That's the disclaimer. So now, if we look at the halachic sources regarding shikrus shalayit, so first of all. Where did the what shilas does this come up in? So generally, you can divide it into business, masu matan. People uh, said they were going to do something or did a certain transaction, and then they said that was shikar. Uh, the questions of hezek, if you cause damage while inebriated, are you responsible? Then you have questions like kiddushin, things like that. Person is makadish and he says I was drunk, so well, what do we do now? And then you have the questions of Dvarim Shebek Dushek, and Yimitzar, someone tell Minyan, Benigei Shechita, Shechit is drinking. And then 
so that's the, the topics. But then you also have the specific halakhic discussions. So the first one I want to discuss is how do we even measure? Let's say we're saying that uh, once you reach this line, the halakha changes. But where's the line? How do we determine? So we'll start with the tshuva of Mahari Mibruna. So Bisrael of Bruna lived in the 1400s. He was one of the big paiskim in Germany at that time. Uh, he's the Talmud of the Tzuma Sadashan and the Mahari Vile, not to be confused with the Mahari Bell. Um, he, uh, he was a Rav in Brunna. Today it's uh, in, the, in, it's in Moravia. Today that's in the Czech Republic. Today it's pronounced something like Brno. And uh, that's where he sent Shivas uh, to people from. And then his life continued. He had a stage after that as well, but we'll leave it at that. And he was considered at one point, once his Rebbein passed away, he was considered like the leading uh, Paisik in Ashkenaz. And uh, it's like a, an interim period. It's like between the era of the Rishonim and the Achreinim. It's just around when the printing press is being invented. And uh, his Psakim, he's also one of the influential uh, Paiskim of that Tkufa, Kodalah, by the Ramah, etc. So we find the following story in Shot Marim Bruna, Simnereish Samachai. It starts off, it says, Shalom Hachem, Kadisha, Chabura, Chabura Kadisha, the Lemberg. So uh, this is an early mention of the city of Lemberg, which we know, Lemberg, Lvov, or uh, today it's in Ukraine, it's called Lviv, something like that. So he says, Advar Haritzicha, we're going to start off with murder. Regarding the murder in your uh, in your city, that Isai Nachman Harasha started uh, the uh, the murder. The Isai Simcha finished the guy off. So what happened? So the testimony was that Nachman started hitting a guy by the name of Nissen with a knife on his head and uh, caused a serious head injury. And in the testimony in the city of he says. Prislu, which presumably is Breslau or Wroclaw, as it's uh, called today. It's uh, in Poland. Now, it's Breslau, Wroclaw is not particularly close to Lemberg, but it's actually closer to Brno. And uh, I guess you'd have to look into the details of where there were Bati Dim, where Yiddishkeit in Poland was holding, to understand the different cities involved. Uh, although from the end of the Chauvin, the next Chauvin, it seems like the Shaila was Bechlaw coming from Posen. So seems like maybe the people who committed it were from Posen and the Shaila came from there and uh, unclear. Um, so, uh, so in the Eidos, they heard from the Eidim that the injury already from the first guy was so bad that he couldn't get up anymore. And uh, it sounds like he was dragging him around by his head. And then Nachman screamed to Simcha, you should go uh, finish it off. So Simcha went and he hit him with uh, eight shikoid and coil. Maybe he means like a, a lump of coal. I don't know. Until completely knocked him out. And while he was lying in front of him, he hit him a few more times. And one of the witnesses, Moshe, but of Asher, attested that the second guy, Simcha, was a shikar. And... Uh, once he was added, he just, for the record, he pointed out that Nissan, the victim, was an Amar Oretz Gomer, Afilu Ois Achas Lehikr, Nishkikent Kintzuras Os, Veloyeniach Tfilin Miyomov, never put on Tfilin, Veein Shum Lachluchus Bain. He's got nothing going for him, just as a matter of record. And in fact, he even started, who Hischel, he actually started the, the Malay. He took to uh, Eitzim and he, to throw at Simcha first. And that's how this whole uh, thing got out of control. And they wrote that Simcha has charata and he wants a tshuva. And Nachman has no charata and doesn't want a tshuva b'chal. 
and uh, Meister Nissen died of his injuries. So he says, Not actually in the text we had before, but uh, he says, I, know, I noticed that you decided to call the second guy the Ritzeach. He says, I said they're both Ritzchim. And what happens when you have two Ritzchim like this? So they're Chai of Medina Shemayim, and they're Patrim Medina Yadam. And he brings him a Gemara that it's, it's a Gzeres HaKosov, that even though each one of them, the injuries that each one caused was enough to finish him off, but Nazafal, uh, the Chi of Misa is off, but that doesn't mean that the person's any less of a murderer. It's just, it's at the point being that you can't always correlate the halachas of Chi of Misa to determining how horrible a crime is. So even though they're Patrim, Exodus, Akasov, but they're still Chai of Misa, Bidei Shemayim, Beyesh Machnisim, the Kippa, this might be a situation where you want to lock someone away, which, you know, like modern. Uh, Modern justice, where you lock someone up for for being uh, violent in that, in that kind of way. I'm not sure if that's what he's suggesting. He just mentions He's trying to just make the point that it's uh, it doesn't mean that oh, because you're Potter, so therefore uh, you, you know, halacha, Judaism, uh, Jewish ethics looks at this as uh, okay. The point is that it's very not okay. It just happens to be that uh, the prescription of Misa doesn't always apply, even when things are very uh, uh, atrocious and horrible. And uh, you also have the, the Gemara Subis that Afogav the Dal Misa's Batlu, but you're still Chai Misa B'Dei Shemayim. The idea that uh, the, the Misa, the Misa itself, is not always relevant to the question. And he says, uh, and even if it turns out that Nachman had already caused a very serious injury and made him a Trefa, Nikva Krom Shalmeichai, so now he's already a Trefa, but Simcha would still be Chai Misa B'Dei Shemayim because. Uh, if Nachman had only made him a trefa, and that's it. Rava says it's an engineer potter for making someone a trefa, and Tesu says it's Lamanda Amar that someone who's a trefa could still live. So, um, yeah. So, so that means for Kurt, he's still uh, he's still alive in a certain sense. This is even a shaygig, even a shaygig who commits a murder. Technically, uh, you can go and the girl Adam can uh, retaliate and, and kill him for what he did. So uh, you see, even a Shagig's uh, action is very serious. Uh, so he's trying to establish that uh, don't take this situation lightly. Says, ah, and this Nachman hit him actually with a knife. And Makas uh, Cherev and Halacha, when there's a, an injury from, uh, from a blade that's considered very serious, from Michal Shabbos for that, Kli Barzol and Nostno by Shir, other things which have to measure. Was this was this a, a murder weapon? Was it not? When it comes to metal, we say even the smallest amount of metal can be a murder weapon. Um, and he hit him on the head, Taka, where uh, you can make him a trefa. And even if Simcha had not done anything and Nissan had died of that injury that Nachman did, Nachman would be high even if it took a year for Nissan to die and he would, uh, you know, we down him and based him if it was Basra, if it hadn't been the combination, just Nachman's behavior, that would be enough to consider him uh, liable. And uh, he says, I made him Yodel lifting a hand, Yorasha. And if you hit someone, the Gemara says, uh, you might, well, you might, you might deserve to have his hand chopped off. And uh, Rav Huna Taka used to implement this uh, psak. Rav Huna Kotsiada. Even the Sharma person that killed someone, all of Chayev Misa, but if you pay, you get rid of the Chayev Misa. But that's uh, right, Rashi says. 
So uh, there's no way around the uh, recognition that this was a very, very, very terrible crime. Pete So I say, he says, Nigei, the first guy I say, Merashoim Yotzarasha, he was Chaita, and he was Machdiya Simcha. That's what the testimony said, that he told Simcha to kill him. And then he gets to this question. I, the Eid Echad, said that Simcha was a shikr. So he says, love Klumhu, that's not relevant. It means absolutely nothing. The Kozman Shlehigil, Shechrus Shalait, the Hosam Layada, the Shechva Vakuma, the Shechva Vakuma. So we always use the term, the Gemara used the term Shechrus Shalait. And, and why are we referencing Light? Because Light famously got drunk and uh, was involved in some uh, very problematic uh, behavior. And we say in the Pasuk that he had no idea, beginning and end. So he says, that's actually the definition. You want to know the definition? How do you know where you draw the line? The definition is, if And Simcha himself admitted to the whole thing in the morning, So if Simcha knew the next morning what happened, so that means the whole Shechus is irrelevant. He says, um, because you have, nowadays you have the Dalit Vayar and Tzadi Peshavis Baishas, uh, even though there's Machlaikas about that, exactly of whether we're down the Dalit Vayar, but uh, things different, Talachas and, and Shittas, and uh, our minig is that we do, uh, based on dozen forests, at least part of the Dalit Vayar. And he says, Anya, everybody Tom and Sefer Yashu said that in the case of a murder, he's responsible to take care of the Nirtzach's family because he took away their Parnasa. Um, so, uh, it says, in Agoyas Asheri, it says, they really were Chayiv Misa, so you shouldn't be Chayiv in another punishment. But you're still Chayiv B'day Shemayim, and especially where he's not getting the Din Misa, then for sure he has to pay money. Ah, you said that Nisan was an Amor, it's Gomor, that's not enough to make this uh, okay, to make him Potter. Because I, we do have the Amaretz and Psachim, where it says that it's a mitzvah to kill an Amaretz. But if you look in the different Yishayim and how they define the Amaretz that the Gemara is talking about, uh, none of them apply over here. And, uh, and even if it, we turn out, it turns out that this guy somehow was really, really on a pretty low level, that he has a din rasha, so then we can be makel in the tshuva. Because we're going to get to how they did tikkuni tshuva in those days. So we'll. Uh, we'll We'll take that into consideration when we're deciding what the tshuva should be. And since he never put on tefillin, according to the witness, the testimony, so he's b'chal peshi sudal begufan, so we make a little more. He says, we already know that Rabbi Eliezer of Worms has a Kabbalah, Mishem HaChassid, Rabbi Yudah HaChassid, and you can find this in the Sefer, Rikeya HaGadol, in the section of Ruchas Tshuva, that the, the, the classic tshuva for Ritzayach is to go in Golos for three years, with Hashukei Barzal, with chains, the guy has to indulge with chains, Kahai Gavna, Chumnus Gedolus, and a lot more in that vein for three years. But since I already said that I did take into account this Simcha, this, this, uh, this Nisan status, that maybe he wasn't the Mamish, uh, such a great guy, and Simcha is asking Shuvan, he's Mischaret, so uh, I'm going to be making a little bit on Simcha, and we'll see what the Kula was in a second. And for now, I'm not giving the Shuvan, because he, he's biased with Shuvan, he's not even regretting, he's not even asking. So uh, as long as he uh, refuses to acknowledge what he did, you have to announce and show that he's Apostle Eidos, Apostle for Shavua, not to join him for any Dabashim Dusha until he expresses remorse and wants a Shuvan. And uh, then we'll figure it out, and we'll reach out to Posen, and uh, we'll work it out then. 
And the fallen tshuva, he says, now I will be misadeh, the tshuva for simcha, because I don't know him, though, personally. So if the London oppose and think that uh, they want to modify it a little bit, I, I, I allow them, I'll leave it up to them. And this is the seder of his tshuva, just to give you a sense of uh, what kind of, uh, how they used to pass on them. He says, it's going to be, instead of three years, we're going to make a big uh, discount, we're going to make it one year. One year, Shana Tmima, he has to go on Golis, and he has to make it to a shul every day, or at least every Monday and Thursday, because you're walking or schlepping, you know, it isn't necessarily always a shul wherever you are, if you have to be on the move. And he has to make three Hashuke Barzel, three metal uh, chains, two on his hands, where he did the Aveda, and one on his body. And when he goes into the shul, he has to chain himself up and dive in that way. And then in the evening, he has to go barefoot into the shul, and get the, the chazan, which I assume is the shamash, before Vuhurachim, and get Malkus Barabim every day, and say, you should know Rabbi Sai that I'm a Ritzayach, I killed Nisim B'mezin, this is my kapara, and Davin for me. And then when he leaves the show, you should lie down on the step of the, of the show, and everyone should go over him, but not step on him. Please, let's not get carried away. Um, then he should take the chains off, and he should also fast an entire year, except on a day when you don't say Tachnun, and he shouldn't, even when he is eating, he shouldn't eat meat, he shouldn't drink wine, he should, certainly shouldn't get drunk, and especially not from the type of alcohol that, uh, that he got drunk from that caused the whole incident in the first place. And he shouldn't uh, have a pillow or blanket except in Shabbos, Yom Tov, Hanukkah, and Purim. And his whole, during the whole goes, he shouldn't uh, cut his hair or his beard. We know, as an aside, that Chachmei Ashkenaz, even in a very early Tkufa, used to touch their beard. It's a different uh, topic. And he shouldn't wash himself in hot water except in Erev Yom Tov, not even in Erev Shabbos. And he shouldn't wash his head more than once a month. And he shouldn't wash his clothing more than once in a while. And uh, he shouldn't hang out where people are drinking, because, again, that's where the trouble started in the first place. And he shouldn't be uh, involved in any kind of schoik, uh, playing around, because also that kind of situation is what led to the murder. And if people uh, insult him, uh, he's not schlepping along with chains. People say, oh, you're a He has to be quiet. Being embarrassed and say, Zek and he has to be careful with Kriya Shema and say Vidu three times a day, the Vidu Hayadua. And then after that, he has to say, Ana Hashem, please accept my tshuva, was I talk uh, spilled innocent blood. After the year is over, he should continue fasting every Shani Vachamishi. And his whole life, he should be careful when that month comes, when that day comes, he should fast three days. Ritzufim, three days in a row, if he's healthy. And if he's weak, then... Fine, just two days in a row, the day of the, the incident, and the, that night, the guy died, so the two days. And his whole life, he should be involved in Pinyin Shvim, Ignos Chasodam, and Atzalus to try to save other lives in, in the place of the life that he uh, cut off. And he should come to some kind of agreement with the Yershim to support them with something, and ask Mechila, and from the Almana, and he should do Tshuva, Naum Yisrael Mebruna. And once he accepts all this, then... We can accept him uh, back in our ranks for any Dabashi Bakdusha. As long right away, right away, as long as he's a cobble on himself, he's he's good. That's uh, how they uh, pask in these shilas in the in the fourteen hundreds. Oh, I guess you eat at night. Even three days with Sufa might mean uh eating at night. Um, for more questions we'll uh, we have to move along. So uh, you can go back to me. So just uh, it's time to point out that it was the Kunit Shuvah like this that the Alter Rebbe is referring to in the beginning of the Gareth Shuvah. And the Gareth Shuvah says, Mashinim to the Sifre Musar, Bereisham, Sefer Rekeach, the Sefer Chsidim, 
this is the context. This is the kind of thing uh, the Altarab is talking about. And it seems like this was still practiced for a few hundred years because the Rebuda Chassid and the Rekayach lived around the year 1200. And this Shiva is from the mid 1400s. And the Ramah, who lived in the 1500s, is still writing Shivas like this with Tikkunim like this. So it seems like at some point along the way, uh, these, these Tikkunim stopped. That's its own topic as well. We see that they brought up the excuse of Shechros, and he said, it's just not an excuse. Although he actually blames the Shechros when it comes to Tikkunim, he says, you have to be careful with the drinking and the Mishta, so he's sort of blaming it, but not in a way where it exempts him, it makes him more responsible. Um, and, and specifically, but again, that question, he said, it's nothing because Shechros is you have to be completely unaware and the, like the idea being that the next day you have no clue what happened, and if Simcha knew what happened the next day, so not relevant. But that's that's one early source that takes a, a side, offers an opinion on how we determine. The next Shuvah is from Rabbi Aaron Sasson, who lived uh, in the late 1500s, is a Rav in Saloniki, in Kushta, he has Shavas and Shuvahs, Teiras Emes. So in that uh, short in Simon Kufn and Dalad, he has the following uh, story. Reuven got upset at his wife, Leah, obviously fictitious names. And he got so angry that he said, I'm a cow on myself, Nazirus Shimshon Bar Manoyach Bar Dalila, with all the details, that uh, I'm not going to use the same bed, just on the topic, but uh, I'm not going to be in the same bed. And I'm not going to eat together with you at one table from today, for, for starting today for a whole year. Even if they're matir, they're hatarosim shouldn't be atar. He had a whole lengthy lashon. Does do we have any way out here for Ruvain? Because it's a bit of a problem. Uh, also. He says another factor that comes in in the Shaila is that when uh, already in the Erev Yom Kippur before, he technically he made a Maidah, I'll call a Shavuos, and a Dorim, the Isurim, that he's going to Makabal the whole year, Bishas Kaisai. Interesting that uh, he's Makabal that uh, there was a special Maidah to Mevatal in advance, anything he'll say when he's angry. But when he made, when he pulled off this thing, people said, hey, hey, you made a Maidah already. So he said, aha, I didn't Mevatal on Maidah. We got me this. So, Made it worse. So that, what do we do with that? So now Nadarim is it's a big topic uh, on its own, and it was more common. You see, um, all the shows were full of Shilas uh, relating to Nadarim. Uh, we're not going to get into any, it's a very lengthy show that gets into many, many aspects. We're just going to focus on this aspect. He says, Ayyish Ladas, even though it's not mentioned in the Shaila, that I, the Torah Sama says, the Baron Sasson says, I got I heard from Adam, and they said that Vashasta Nader, he was Shasui Vishikri. He says, V'kach amruli b'loshen laz burajo. Now, in, there's no ch sound in, uh, in Hebrew. It didn't, it didn't come up with tzaddik yet back then. So in Spanish, it's boracho. So that's the word they used. Maybe it, uh, using that word, the laz, emphasized how uh, wasted he was or something. So I asked them if he drank a lot. They said, well, actually, he didn't drink a lot. But he's the kind of guy that gets very drunk from drinking very little. And we have a lot of people like that, he says. Yeah. So I said, look, you have to, it seems like these people didn't know, do that you have to read Shekhrus Shalait, and the Rambam in a few places, including in Hilchas Nazirus. Uh, that if you get to Shekhrus Shalait, then whatever you say is nothing, you're not hiring any Aveda, 
Tzadam says there. He says, but they didn't know what to tell me. They they couldn't they couldn't answer. I mean, I'm asking, like, does it reach this level? Does it? They couldn't say. Um, he says, and then I realized that one of the reasons why they can't tell me was they were also drinking with him together. So uh, how, how are you going to know, you know, in that state, who's drunk and how drunk? Um, also, he says, what is the definition exactly? So, if you, so he goes to the Rambam. The Rambam says, and the Rambam defines it a little bit. This is how the Rambam describes it. He does, he doesn't know what he's doing. So whatever he does is nothing. makes an analogy to someone who's a shaita or a child uh, less than six. Um, so now, I know that they don't know the answer to this question. And Gamhu, he himself, he doesn't know the answer to this question. He himself can't really uh, speak as to himself. Um, still, I summoned him just to pursue this uh, line of inquiry. I summoned him and I told him the halacha of Shechris Sholait because they told me that he's an intelligent guy, there's someone to talk to here. And I said, look, and uh, now that you know the definition, do you think you can tell me uh, whether you roast that I love or not? And uh, then I said, I said, it seems like Judging by how elaborate and uh, amusing the uh, lushan of the Naziris that he said was, it was so many details and so intricate. So it sounds like you were badass. I, at the end, the thing he said at the end didn't make so much sense, but uh, maybe he didn't know the din. But Saif Dover, he says, I determined that actually it seems like he was mevulbul and of Harbe. He was very uh, mature at that time. And I, he said, that whole Russian, she says, Apparently people like this, this was something that rolled off the tongue. They knew it even uh, when they were at the most drunk. That was Ersh, but they were able to rattle off. So it doesn't prove anything. So uh, so this is, this is the situation. He says, the truth is, he says, I am a supik. I don't know really how you define this. Um, and even the Rambam, the Rambam says, Who shikush any What does that mean? I'm I supposed to understand what the Rambam is saying. He says, I can understand it in two ways. Does it mean that uh, he's completely unaware that he's doing anything? Or are we talking about a slightly higher level of awareness that he knows that he's doing something, but he barely has no sense of the significance of what he's doing? Two different things. What is any uh, And he says, apparently he seems to say that the, the analogy to the shaitan, to the katan, Suggests both. Like one doesn't say which. He says one suggests one, and one suggests the other. And uh, also, he says, when the Ramam said, uh, the Ramam was trying to uh, explain what the gather of a shaita is in terms of the shaita state of mind. It could have just meant that this is the din of a shaita. The shaita is a, the, the shikra is a din of a shaita. Not after he was saying that we should analyze the, the state of mind of each and see how they, uh, that's b'chal. So even that, yeshless yashiv, if I can be nariah from that. And then also we have an issue with the Ram Hilchus Geshen, where it also comes up and it says, Figil, Shechus Shalait, for Omar Kisvu, you know, right? And the Ram, there's two Gersais. One argues, he says, if he didn't reach that level, is a Safik. And we're not sure whether it's right or not, because maybe sometimes we have even a lower standard of Shikhrus. Um, and the Torah, though, it says, I'll go for it. You're not sure whether he reached that level. So in Yundina, 
which one do we follow? It says the the Shreis already pointed this out in Eben Ezra Simen Kufchavalf, and also you have the Rambam in Kedushin Hilchas Ishus. The Rambam says Shikr Shikidish Kedushin Kedushin. This is something we have to like sit and figure out. It's kedushin. It's not. Uh, it's not like anything else. So, uh, and what does that mean? What does misyashvim medaver zeh mean exactly? What are we trying to figure out, and how are we trying to figure it out? Which already the Yosef already uh, pointed out. And so that's that. That's that subject of his discussion. Then he goes off to other things. And uh, towards the end, he mentions again, it seems like he's listing it as one of his reasons to be made, ultimately. Uh, so it seems like, ultimately, he was willing to accept the idea that Shechris Shalwait might apply here based on how he uh, discussed it with this guy. And it's Shaykh, Simon Tzad the Metzias, Simon Tzad the Din. But Lamaise was still very troubling for him to be able to come to Moscona because these types of Nidarim, avoid them, you know. Tip, uh, uh, but you see also that when it comes to this question, he got very—he didn't mention that Hagdara uh, of Manimi Bruna, and he got very uh, tied up in what the Ramam's words actually mean and how you're supposed to define it. Seemed very unclear. Lahore, well, that we also find Fakert when it comes to Piskadin about a Shaita. You also have big, big questions of how do you define a Shaita, and I believe I saw in the Tzemach Tzadik where he seems to make the reverse analogy. You want to understand what a shaita is, look at Shekhar Zishalait, and any day of Ma'isas, that can tell you what we mean when we say a shaita, because there are lots of uh, dargas and shaita. Following Tshuva is from Rabbi Yom Tov Tzahalon, he's also known as the Maharitats. He lived in uh, the late 1500s, early 1600s. He's a Talmud of Grace of Karo, more or less around the same time as the, the previous one. So he says the following story. Reuven lived in Saloniki, and he had a chotzer, and he had houses, he had real estate, and uh, he owned this property. He went to live in Eretz Yisrael, because it wasn't that far, so people were moving back and forth. Then he came back to look after his uh, properties. Now, he belongs to Kehilas Kaidesh Calabria. So that could be a little confusing. Is he in Saloniki or is he in Calabria? But the answer is that there was an Italian diaspora community in Saloniki. Okay. So uh, his friends, when he came back, when he dropped into town, his friends made a big party for him. And he had a good time. And while he's having a good time, the Bnei HaKohol, they start uh, nudging him. They say, look, Shimon, the other guy, He's being maktish as the chasov. He's given uh, endowments to, to Tzlaka. Why don't you give your chatzar to Chevras Mishneh Torah? That was a chevra. They already had societies, whatever it was involved with exactly. Obviously, some aspect of learning. Um, why don't you uh, be maktish your whole chatzar, your whole property to Chevrat Mishneh Torah? Now, Reuven was in a very good spirit due to all the drinking. So the Edom from Kilas Kodesh Calabria were there, who also happened to be the Parnassim of Chavrat Mishneh Torah. Coincidence? Um, so they said, yeah, we were there, we saw Eruvim, Idaito, Yeretzoinoi, gave a matona mehayoyim ulaachar misa to Hektesh of Chavrat Mishneh Torah and Salaniki, all the schos and shibud, etc., etc., and his chatzar with all the houses and the attics, small, large and small, all the way down, it all belongs to Chavrat Mishnah Torah, Matonah Gemura, and they signed the star right then and there. They're uh, very good about that. And it has the Tzizah Zekinyan. 
Next day, Kasher Sor Ruven Ruven recovers a little bit, and he finds the people of his community, and he says, he says watch it. Don't you write anything about that uh, Matana that I said yesterday, and don't sign anything, because I never really wanted to be Makdash anything. And whatever I said was, uh, But uh, that didn't stop them. And it's So uh, they wrote it down in Kislev in the year Shin Samach. And uh, that's the year, uh, it's the year 1600. And uh, they, they left it in their records. Ultimately, this is more details. Ultimately, Ruben passes away somewhere else. And his family had been in Eretz Yisrael this whole time. They're not on the scene. So, uh, so the Chavra Toira, Mishnah Toira, from this Kahal uh, Calabria, they went and seized the Chatzar. And now they're collecting all the rents. And they're not just collecting it, they're using the money. The money's not, not around anymore. And no one's there to stop them because Ruben's Yarshim are not there. Now, Reuben's Yerushim are oblivious, and they're wondering why uh, they're not getting uh, the schiros, the rent in the mail. And uh, they finally sent someone down to find out what's going on. And uh, hey, he finds that the Parnassim have uh, made themselves quite at home in the Chatzar. And they, bring, they take out the Star Matana, and they say, you know, get out of here. Yerush, you know, you know, Shaykhus, we have it. It's ours. And it's him against all the Parnassim. And uh, he tried being Tevere on the Din. They said, oh, we have Askama. Kahal Kadosh Kalabri has Askama. You have to go to Archacham. You can't go anywhere else. So what happened with that? So anyway, we start going through the tainus of the Yerush. So the question reaches the Maritats. One of the tainus was, the last tiny says, that besides for all the other problems with the Shtar, with the Edom, with this, with that, he says that uh, because it was in Techachilumisht, and right afterwards he said, I... Retract it, um, and everyone, even the Aid of the Matan, agreed that it was, of course, within the context of the, the Michael Mishta, and they agreed that he said the next day, not no one's denying those facts. So that was one of the times of the year. So Maritat says that uh, I was looking at his Tainus, and I'm going to go through them one by one, and I'll say, Dane Hanyan, leave it, Hanyan, I'll tell you which Tainus I like and which I don't. And I'll start, I'm going to start with the last one, which is this time. So the time is that he only gave it to Mishnah Hayayin, and then he warned them. So we have, Raisen Ervin, Ashikar, Mikhimekach, Umkarimemkar, Avaravera, the whole, the whole, all the works. Then you have the Rambam, and he says, the Rambam added a kvetch, a knech, he says, in the Gilish, Rishalite, Vu Oisa, any idea, Ma Oisa, in my self clone. So, more of a definition again. So, if we should close the light, so, if not, then it is a matana. Now, if we analyze the situation, we'll see, so he combines the Rambam with the idea that we quoted earlier from, he doesn't quote Mani Bruno, but he says the same idea. So he says, the Rambam said, who are Isa, but any day am Isa. Says according to what you're telling me, it was Yudayama Asa because the next day he came back and said, hey, Don't do the thing I told you to do. So is Yudayama Asa? Yeah, he, he's telling them the next day, uh, I take it back. Um, um, yeah, so he also said, Don't make a shot. She didn't know that he made her anymore. 
that's not his business. Uh, it's not, he didn't, uh, you say, I, I have to know how the star was made. I, I didn't get into that. It seems like he might not have actually yeah, uh, written it. They wrote it up and they said that, uh, you know, it's you know, per his request. It's not. So I'm not sure. I didn't get into the problem of the star and how that worked, but uh, it seems like you got, you does a good point that he didn't know about that, but at least when it comes to the actual uh, thing, it seems like he, uh, he knew about it. Uh, that it could be that uh, when the wine wore off, they told him what happened, and then he said, uh, don't write. That doesn't seem like it. It sounds like the way you described the story was that he said, uh, uh, So it sounds like he, he remembers what he did. So that's not a gil, at least based on whatever you wrote in your Shiloh. So therefore, you should investigate. Maybe the Shiloh wasn't written properly. So find out, did he not know what he was doing? And others reminded him, damn, about it, it's nothing. And if he remembered, and uh, he said, so then that means that he definitely was uh, with it. And he didn't reach Shekhoz Shalait. And what if we don't know, one way or the other? So then, Taninam Yodesh. We could tie him after the Yodesh. Lahamet Karka of Chizkosa. And we'll say that he was at Shekhoz Shalait, And therefore it stays in the Tchazaka. <clears throat> And uh, I, he said, Al-Tichtavu, will say, will assume that others uh, must have told him. Although that itself, we can say, Adrabe, Hamidshtar al-Chazkosoi, because it's a Chazaka that Adem don't sign a star, LMK Nasa Begodl. So there you could say, LMK Nasa Beshofli. Chazaka, they won't make a star if the guy is completely Shikrosh Shalait. That's like a cotton, and it's the same Chazaka. Um... There's all that uh, these Aiden don't have a Chazaka because they're Negea Be'edus because they're all part of the in on the scheme. And that's the Chela Kanegel and Yenenu and Baiter, very lengthy Chuva, getting into all the Tainas. Seems like ultimately he sided with the Kohal. But in uh, Yenenu, <clears throat> so we see he's really uh, seizing on what we saw earlier from Marim Bruna, the idea of the, the, the test is, and he doesn't see this as a stereotype, the test is, whether he's aware of it the next day on his own or not. Now, a lot more recently, closer to our times, we find that someone challenged us, and that's with Leo Bechur Chazan. He uh, lived in the late 1800s, passed away in 1908. He was from Turkey. He was the Afbesi in Yerushalayim, Chacham Bashi in Libya. He was uh, chief rabbi of Alexandria, different stages. And he has a sefer called Shazit Shovis Taluma Slave. So in Yerudea, Simulam Alf. So he has the following story. I was asked... That uh, very terrible incident happened. That the Bachar Echad Nishtaker Harim and while he was under the influence, Shasa Sam Hamavas. Pretty horrible thing to realize. And uh, when his Shikras wore off, the poison was kicking in, and he realized that he's Bitsara Tsurura. Uh, so he ran to the doctor and he said, Please save me. And he's crying. And he said, Vidoy. And he passed away that day. No. So, um, and at uh, that time and at that place, they still stuck very much to the Allah So they said, we're going all the way. Shuntu Tara, Shuntu Avelos, didn't let his father say Kaddish, Ashkova, didn't allow him uh, to do at Lakas Ner, to stand in Ashura, nothing. And everyone is saying, well, there was popular backlash to this uh, Psak. Didn't seem right. How could this, how could this be the, the din of uh, Alpitaira? 
So he says, uh, therefore, I'm investigating this, this, this Shaila. He says, I also, and uh, yeah, it seems like this is, this is going too far. Um, against Kovit Achayim, against even the, the Kovit Hamas. Um, and uh, as your question indicates, it says, Yishayla is a Chatsi Shuvah, you're indicating what the, what the issue here is. But uh, investigated, and uh, it says the father is asking if he can say uh, Kaddish at least till the end of the year at this point and to do a Hashkava. Um, so I told him, Yosef, do whatever you can to help the Neshama of this person that, that, that happened. Ula uh, Yosh Hashem, and Hashem will uh, accept him. But anyway, so now to get into the actual uh, discussion. So if Aleph, he has a number of, uh, as many of the Shalas have, there are ma- various aspects. But the Seif Aleph is, is that uh, doesn't have this din. She quotes the Gemara Nerevin, of course, um, that she uh, quotes the Shalait, etc., etc. Then he quotes the Maritats that we uh, had just before. And he says, Maritats said, the definition is that now in this case, we know that the the person, the Bachar, was aware of it afterwards. So he says, I challenge this. Where did he get this from? Could be Rishasamai, so he had no idea. And afterwards, he remembered. That uh, seems perfectly logical and reasonable to, to Luma's slave. They both could be true. You could mamish have no idea at the time, and somehow he'll still remember it later. Um, he's been up a little bit about Light himself, because but Light himself, Chazal say, did have an idea of what's up. So that's a part of, I'm not uh, delving into that, but that's part of his uh, discussion as to what actually is the cloud together of light. Uh, he throws an action that late, in his opinion, was also sleeping, which is not Pashat, and he gets challenged on that in a later uh, Shaila. He says, Shikr Vyashan. And then there's the Shaila Bakhlan Halacha, if someone who's uh, even, even a Shikr Vyashan, but Yere uh, Kachet, maybe that's something that a person would feel even under the most extreme situation. So you should uh, sometimes, some Shubas even say that an Isha who was Shikr should have known, or whatever, she was sleeping, should have known, should have been able to feel that. So that's its own uh, discussion. But uh, he says, to this, to my point, he says, Yesh Lahavi from coming out of a Shachta Lerab Zayra. He says, way I understand it. He said, it's a Tmusraya. Later he uh, mentions that he said it was a Tmusraya. The way I understand it was is that no one else was in the house at the time. Otherwise, well, how did this happen? Someone should have stopped him. Um, so, that day they were alone. So how do you know what happened the next day? The next day he's really asking for Achman. So Muzman Zagan, that he remembered himself the next day what happened. And uh, he davened. And yet, yet we're not looking at Rabba as a, as a murderer. So Muzman Zagan, that he didn't know what he was doing with Shas Maisa. But yet the next day he knew uh, what happened. And he, uh, I said, but like, this, uh, that's one discussion that he has. And uh, he wants to tie in a that perhaps late uh, knew. And he's saying, what's the time to happen? And, uh, and uh, Reb Zayn as well, that uh, can't say that he knew what he was doing, but somehow the next day he did know. And he says, Puk Chazi, go uh, check it out. They don't know what they're doing. 
if, if he remembers, that means that he remembered on his own. In this case, the guy uh, drank poison. Even if he had no idea what he did, but uh, he comes back to himself and suddenly he's in the throes of uh, death. So uh, if you, you know, put two and two together, you start realizing that something horrible must have happened. And he goes on and discusses it. I'm not going to do too much. And he goes to other shilas that are involved there. He expressed tshuva and harata in between committing the act and dying, he expressed Shiva and Harata, and does he get a Surah you know, what, so that's a whole, uh, the whole discussion he gets into, and Lamaisa, as he said in the beginning, he was Makel, he said we should uh, treat uh, this person like a regular uh, person, then in Simulama Bays, he responds to someone by the name of Elio Azriel, who responded point by point, and he responds point by point to each point, so, uh, and this, Apparently goes in the other order. So towards the end, the Rebbeinu uh, Azriel said that uh, you, know, you were asking about maritats and uh, you have a problem with it. I don't see what your problem is. Gets, they go back and forth on the question of light. What light did know? What light didn't know? And uh, he says, "Vaydain on Yoimer." that uh, I still hold that just because someone knows what he did in his response, he says, "Just because someone knows what he did, that's not a proof." The Iker, he says to him, the Rambam and the Torah is at odds with that. When the Rambam said, maisa, that a uh, person wouldn't do, that's Shekhrus Shalait, because it's compared to a Shait and a Katan. A Shait and a Katan do things that are not Bishlemas Daitoy. That's how we understand it. So Ibazaya, it's a much uh, lower bar to say that someone reads Shekhrus Shalait like a Shait and a Katan. Um, and he's been signed to do the aim, which I'm going to get to in a moment. He's, to the Bach, which we're going to get to in a moment, and to others. Um, and uh, it says, I, you, uh, you tie it that uh, when it comes to Kamram of a Shachta Lerab Zayda, second, you said that uh, you don't see it as a Raya. No, I also said it's just a Dmus Raya. Explain it different ways. Fine. So that was that back and forth. So the Talmud slave was challenging uh, the Maritats, although Lavdafka was Nagel Maisa anyway, as he said, because in this case you could say that uh, who says he remembered, it could be he realized uh, on his own uh, when, when he felt what was going on. So that's, uh, to, to some extent, that is the uh, discussion regarding the Haggadah, which, as we see, is not fully clear. Now we're going to move on to the discussion of is the taka true, as the Ramah asserted, that if someone reached Shachrus Shalait, that they are uh, able to get away with, with impunity for whatever they do. So the first Shavu is from the Re'em, Leo Mizrahi, who uh, lived in the late 1400s, early 1500s, a little, be, a little further from uh, Marim Bruna. He's already considered like the beginning of the Achreinim, where he lives. Of course, we know the Mizrahi was uh, chief rabbi in, uh, in Turkey, Pirush Mizrahi and Rashi, is one of the Iker, Pirush and Rashi, etc. So Mizrahi says 
I was asked about a shikar. Shekharov, the Gidev, is Eishas Kroivoy. This guy was very drunk, and he started up with uh, his relative's wife. Vaomar, and he expressed himself, Shetime Oisa Ve'as Ima. That, uh, which is, uh, you know, it's interesting, you know, how, how drunk, say, certain drunk people express themselves, not Nishkenai uh, that's how people talk. So that's, uh, that's how he expressed himself. Stam, just, uh, you know, trash talking. So uh, what, what should we do? All right. So he says, he says, I accept that he was shikha kashikhrisa shaloit. So, I don't know if he means that literally, but, uh, you know, you shouldn't go too far. Even when it comes to mamish, karas and misses based in, if it's shikha kashikhrisa shaloit, kedushin, she's mamish mutla kaladam, kedushin more nothing. So when it comes to this guy, a lot of people are ready at a dime to start talking this way when they get the opportunity. Even when they're drunk, the, these lashonis, they come to them easily. They're able to rattle them off effortlessly. So Allah has come that we should take that into consideration. And if you was mamish shafwi, even then, and he said that he committed a murder, he did an Aveda, a person is not Nehman, and he's part from everything, he's not and even if he said that he stole something, in which case we do say he's high, have to pay, it's still Paul Ginnam Dibur, you have to pay, but uh, he's still Kashal So that's even if he's Shafu, Kosh Kunin Nidan, he had no idea what he was saying, so there's no Din Ba'elam, not Malkus, not Misak, if he didn't do the Mara. He says, we Komakim, so. so. So this is we get to the question of so what do we do if someone has this excuse? On the other hand, he did something that was you know extremely uh, improper. So it says, "Anachnu atzad hageder, we're going to be menade uh, someone." This is uh, he's talking about someone who's b'shafu. So if someone is b'shafu, he wouldn't have any din, but yet we would be menade him. Why? You can't just talk about b'nei like that. What uh, you know? Let you get away with that. But because in this case it was Beishikhruso, and he keeps on adding that this is something that all Mishtakrim seem to say for some reason. So, how can we jump two Dargas all the way up to Nidoi, jumping too high? So, you have to go a step down. Nagda, Malkus, which is something that they used to still do. So, Hukibel uh, Alabas Adin, and he, he fell down before the Maimud that were, that were there. And this is, happens to be that the person that was upset. Didn't want to let him get away with just Nagda. Vlain is pious, but the Venetian Adavarkach, I guess uh, that's that. And that's uh, what the, and he signs his name. So that's uh, that situation. It's interesting, Bechlal, uh, the attitude towards women, Venetian Israel, Hefker, and, and the response to that kind of behavior. But the Linyoneinu, he accepted that the guy was Shukhi Kishikhi Zishalait, and Afal Pikain, he says that doesn't mean that you just get away uh, without uh, repercussions. And the fact that it's something that she could commonly do, and the one end is using it as a way of defending him, you know, it could be shikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrishikrish
Reuven was at Sudas Chas and Mekala, Sheva Brachas, or whatever. And the Zorak Schuchas al Kaisel Kamenega Shaisim, he threw glass at the wall, as one does. And Vitech Simcha. And Shimon Tain is that uh, he lost an eye as a result of that shattered glass. So the Bach says, this is what I understand is what you're saying. Shara didn't spell it out. So I understand what you're saying is that the glass flew from the wall to his eye, and Shimon says that glass then in turn is what took out his eye. So that's uh, what's the chaladin of Hezek in this case. So you have in the Mishnah, and pieces fly into the Shusayachid. And the Gemara talks about a guy who walks into a carpenter, and the carpenter is uh, chopping wood, pieces of wood are, are flying, and it flies into his face and kills him. The Nagar is potter, but if you want to with the Shos, then uh, the Nagar is Chayev. So you have to be careful when you're uh, causing splinters to fly that, uh, you know, if you know if it's Bereshos, you know that there are people there, you have to be uh, responsible. And you have this in Chayesh uh, Mishpat, Simon Tavchav Aleph, Chayesh is referring to the Torah, and... Um, and he brings it as a shita that holds that if the nagar is an uman, then even if he doesn't see someone coming in his chayv, because a nagar is an uman, should be a professional. He shouldn't have uh, those kinds of splinters flying into customers walking into the door. It says, uh, and certainly in this case, we know what happened, and uh, it's not it's for care. It is ra'uhu, uh, because they're all sitting at the party together. It's not like uh, Reuven didn't know where he was. He sees where he is. And uh, the Bevesa Chasan, where there's many people, and the throwing is a form of Shalei uh, Bereshos. Not sure what that, how that applies here, but the point is he threw, it's like this case, and uh, this is a house with a lot of people. So, uh, and even if there was a, a certain Rishos to uh, throw it, because there is a concept of breaking glass at Chasana to. to Take away from the Simcha. He says, and the Ain Suffolk, he says, by the way, he goes off on a little uh, tangent. Ain Suffolk, that uh, from that case in the Gemara, that's where we have this crazy minute that's driving us crazy that everyone keeps on throwing glass at walls and it keeps on causing uh, or could cause hazak. He says, Ain Zaminik Vasikim. This is not, uh, oh, because it's from the Gemara, Minik Vasikim. He says, this is Minik Ruim Gazlonim Atikim. That's uh, the kind of minute this is. Uh, he says, the Kadmainim, when they broke glass, they broke glass, but Yishev Adas, they did it uh, with, uh, within the Abdaras, within the Gdorim, and uh, it didn't cause Hezek. And Haiman, the boy, the Kaimil, the Nazik, you have to be careful. But uh, these people, Sai, they might be causing suffering from the fascists, because the Gemara says that an eye injury in particular is. Uh, on Shabbos is very urgent because the heart is connected to the eye. But you're also being Mechal Shabbos by doing this. This is happening on Shabbos. And the Gilu Berada, no, we break the glass under the Chuppah. That, uh, it's not like that didn't, they didn't have that form of the Minig yet. The Minig was ready to break the glass under the Chuppah. So what's all this uh, extra glass shattering for? So Mamele, it's not like you were doing uh, the right thing when you did this. It was Shalei uh, Berushos in that sense that... Uh, Completely uncalled for. So therefore, it's not that. It's not Nezek. Surely you're chayv v'daladvarim. Although you're part of for the baishas, because you only chayv on baishas if it was deliberate. Here it wasn't. Ah, Yitayna, that he has, uh, Yitayna, he was shikar. Oh. 
says, I think it's not a tiny eye. It says in Pedic and Erevin, it says, Shikr, etc., until Shikr, Shalei, Patim, Mikulam. And Cheshemish, but also in simulation, Laman, hey, quotes from the Rambam, who shows him any day, Mahoesa, Rekushaita. So the Chayra Bazoi, if you will, Shikr, Shikr, Shalei, he's like a Shaita. And uh, we know what's the name of a Shaita, the Gabi Nezek. So, uh, they cause it, it's, you know, your loss. You try to avoid them. He says, no. When the Gemara said that your potter, it was specifically referring to what the, it was talking about there, which was Makachumemkar and Misa and Malkus. Those were the cases mentioned in the Brisa of what a shikr is high for, unless the shikr is a shalit. But the Gabi Nazak, he says, the Gemara wasn't talking about Nazak. Ain't Safik Dechayev, because I, now he's not responsible, but your responsibility began when you started drinking. You should have been careful, Melchatchile, not to Mishtaka Kilait, and to Mazak Darabim, me onsay, Lishtaka Kokach, Adliyad, my Kalavan, who forced you to, to reach that state. And since it's all ultimately, the Ainus is ultimately his fault, he's Chayev. And we see Adam Mordlailam, right? So a person is sleeping and it's impossible uh, not to sleep. You gotta sleep. Uh, it's not my fault. I shouldn't have, it's like here we're saying you shouldn't have drank. You can't say you shouldn't have slept. And yeah, Jachayev bin Azakan. So for sure, Shikras, Peshea, Gomer, you reach this state through your own behavior. And uh, anyway, there's a vart of Niskal. If you trip and you cause damage while you're falling, so the mayor in Haminiach says, Peshea, Niskal is Peshea. And uh, so the male that would also be like this, I have disagree and say, this was not Pesha. Fine, there, the guy took a trip. He didn't plan the trip at all. Completely uh, caught you by surprise. So, you can't be careful while you're tripping. But here, where you went into it willingly, so the male, don't make such a mistake. Then he gets, gets off into the whole question of, whether a cheddar of a cotton, if they ever outgrow their situation, a cotton gets older, or a cheddar and sheta, they uh, something happened, they, they got better, are they chayav to pay afterwards? So he says, you have a goddess of she that says that a cotton is chayav the shalom when he gets older. And there's a, a case of, in Parakagrin's Leitzim, of Rafram and Ravashi. It says, Kafye Rafram Ravashi, that Ravashi burned the star of his friend when he was young. And Raphram was for him, and he was graver from him. So based on this, they seem to be saying that uh, which is its own question, of course. I, the Rambam Taka says, and that's the Psaq and Cheshim Mishpat, Tor and Shulchan Aruch, not like the Gos Ashri. No. He says, "Bchalal." Says, "I want." Now that I'm saying, now that I'm talking about it, you can actually teach for Kurt that uh, even if Rashi is talking saying that it was be say bekat nusoy, but not Rashi wasn't trying to say that you're actually mamish chay. If you do something when you're a child, it become chay. Uh, no, if you're not a ben das when you did it, your part, the, the whole act was not an act. Why would you become chay once you get older? So, what's the pshat? Kafia means. 
that when you have a child who's burning people's shtaris, so one of the things you can do is you can beat the kid up and tell him, you know, this should be a lesson to you not to do that again, because kids understand that, apparently. So uh, that was the, what the kafi meant, that he wanted to hit him, and because Ravashi didn't want him to get hurt, so Amela, he said, you know what, instead of all pain. This is the fact that, that explains the Rambam. And Halakha is Geneva, the Rambam says, based on the Hakkas Laktanim. The question is, where did the Rambam get this from? That he was hitting him as a child, and that's how he ended up getting the money from him. Upon him, that's a side the discussion, but Philon Tim Tzuleimar, that he was Shukka Kishachris Shalait, and even if you want to say that his potter Benizakin, after he recovers, but even according to this, he'll still be Chayav Makas Mardus, and if he doesn't want to get hit, he uh, will have to pay, just like the way he understands Ramashi. Um, and anyway, he's going to get back at the end to say, that anyway, I already said that you are responsible. It's not like a cotton where you're not responsible, and the question is, what are we going to do with you? In this case, you're responsible anyway. As when they talk, tell that he was so shook, he didn't know what he was doing. And if he doesn't have Adim that say that for him, why should we just assume that for him on his behalf and then give him a, an easy time? So if there are no Adim, or there's a contradiction, there's two against two, so he's chayv to pay all four because he has to bring a raya. Because he says, Kivin shestam adam, yoidim a person, he says, is aware of what they're doing. It's a milsa, the way Shechicha, the Bach says, to the what you did. So Mele, you prove it. We're not going to assume that for you. You can't just come and claim that. Uh, and even if you claim uh, that it is common that people do this, which might be uh, a debate, so he says, still, if someone sees what happens, then you can't swear. Then you have to bring a raya. So people witness this. So Amela, the raya is on you. Everyone saw what you did. You have to bring a raya that you were not liable. You're not chayat. This brings us back to the question of what happens when the Adam are also a little, uh, but they're not that far gone, so we will uh, we say that they were witnesses. That is all I have for the Mosa. As I already said, that Yechayev Medina, because it all ultimately is resulting from what you did to begin with. And you tie you tie it well about the Simcha Shal Mitzvah, they say that we, what we started all the way off with, that sometimes when there's some matzah of Simcha, you can get away with stuff. Uh, he says, Aliyah, it's only when it's a small hazard, something that's reasonable. Even if it's an injury, but a, a little, you know, a wound that heals. But uh, something like this, to take out an eye, to take off an aver, or even a big hesitant moment, pshita, that, uh, of course, your chayev, there's no din minik, that uh, there are times where you can get away with things like that. Klala oila, that this mazik has to pay our bot dvarim, but again, mubayshos, he's potter, because it's not muskavin, doesn't have, he can pay later. So this is the bach's taina. So Kumtai says that late the Bach doesn't really matter so much whether the Shekhrus is Shalait or not, because ultimately you're chayev for these types of Hizekas. The Mishnah Brura in Hilchas Purim quotes this in Hizik. It says, when Ramah says in Hizik, your potter, the Mishnah Brura says, but Bach, and he means this, Machalik Bain has a god of Lakaton, Bain Megulf, Bain Mamon, the Bahaz a god of Makpidim, Bain Minig Lifter, Bahaz a god was never a minig to potter for anything too big. And Amos, those who are Matsayan, and remember places that even before the Bach, the Marshal, who's the time of the Ramah in the 1500s in Poland, uh, so he writes in Yamsha Shleim and Masechus Baba Kama, 
that the shikr, even if it's shikr it is chayv and tashlumen for all the hezekas. Ayat says an erev and he's potter, potter medina shemayim for those avedas, but uh, you still get your punishment for not holding yourself in. You drank yourself into oblivion. That's your that's your fault. Oh, that, that's uh, so the poetry medina hezek shemaz the chaveri pshita shachayv. And it says, Also, uh, back to the point about like how deliberately are you even planning this in the first place? Every time you want to really get away with something, get away with crimes, so you drink yourself into blackout, and then you uh, somehow uh, remember what you wanted to do without knowing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I says about that, and the Marshal goes a step further. Says, "I feel we put in the mechuyev lishtaker. Actually, mechuyev. What do you want me to do? I'm supposed to drink." Kamakim in kavana saraveseinu kadeshi yishtagaya. He says it's not pshat that you should drink until you uh, get violent. But the Ram says, "Tzarech lishtaker lias nirdim b'shecharaseinu." It seems like the way he understands it is not that Ram is saying to be less drunk necessarily. Drink a lot, get very drunk, but you're going into it with the, the kavana. The kavana of how you go into it has a big impact on how you behave. And the man is someone who goes in, lishtagaya, so it's his fault. And someone who goes in to be near them, that's it. He says, when I get to Megillah, I'll talk about there directly, but we don't have the Yam on Megillah. It's a whole subject of the missing Chalakma Yam Shoshleimah, whether some of them do exist and are hiding somewhere. And he adds also, if you said uh, insulting things, which we see on all people were much more mocked on, and the next day he says, I don't know what I did. So he has to, uh, he has to be a cobble, but Abba Hitaka didn't know, and say, even though I don't know what I did, I'm a makish mechila, and if he does it too much, then you have to be machmir, depending on the situation. Talume slave earlier also got into the Bach and debating this, uh, you know, he also challenges the Bach a little bit on this. We're not going to get into that. Other Makratis. Uh, it's impossible to get to everything. But in light of all this, to go back to the Mechiriyayan, it's interesting to see what the Ramah said in Mechiriyayan, that uh, essentially uh, you are going in with a certain Kavana, not a Kavana to do actual things to actual people, but you're sort of aware that you're going to be doing things that are wrong, and therefore it's Kadai. So the Ramah is taking a certain position on that. It's not clear if the Bach and the Marshal completely disagree, or maybe the Ramah only holds by Purim. Taka, like the Marshal said, Purim, Sef Kosev, is a Chiyof. So maybe only Purim. Um, now, just in conclusion, in the last uh, few decades, the grace of Kapach printed for the first time the Shalas at Shuvas, Ra'avi Abad. So that's uh, Avram Rabbi Yitzchak, was the Av Beistin of Narban. He's known as the Ravid Hasheni and different Russian tables like that. He's the, the author of the Eshkel, it's the Bala Eshkel. We find a Maisa that happened on Purim itself, and uh, apparently it was quoted very bekitzer in the Torah, and at the end, which deals with punishments of Zman And uh, now we have the, the full show. He says, Ketoiv Lev Maisha Bayayan. Maisha was having a good time on Purim. He murdered someone. So. What's the what do we do? What's the story? So he says he's not chayv misa in the situation. Uh, we don't know if he reached shikros shalait. He says, but cheskas purim reiv ame haaretz mishtakrim. If he means ame haaretz like that, or he's just using the lashon of the Megillah, reiv ame haaretz misyadim. Rabbi ame haaretz misyadim. So everyone's drinking. So yesh litas hadover lahatzim. 
you can, that would be like a factor. Like if we're being done in the fascists, we can like throw in that factor that uh, you know, we're not sure. It goes into different protum relating to being done punishments as man as there. We know in time the Goyenim and Samishayim, they were done Mamish Chiv Misa or uh, cutting off limbs, things like that. So he says, in our situation also, we have the Chai of Inish Lubasume, and we have the Mice in the Gemara of Kam Rava, as his girl says, Shakhtalit of Zayda. So this guy. So we see the very precedent for uh, murder on Purim. This guy, Taka Leizacha, he couldn't pull off the uh, other half of the uh, of the thing where you bring the guy back to life. But uh, ultimately, uh, Rav or Rabbi was guilty of the same thing. So, in lo ancient within the Tseach Mezit, I says, you're going to tie in this guy made some moves afterwards that seem a little, it says, he paid off the host not to tell, not to talk about it. So that doesn't seem like the behavior of an innocent person. It sounds like a pretty guilty kind of person. Well, it's, uh, you know that if it gets back to the authorities, uh, the non-Jewish authorities have different ways of uh, paskening. So, uh, and anyway, you're going to say that means he was uh, he knew what he was doing. No, Shema after his wine wore off, he doesn't get directly into the question of, so what does that mean? He just says, he didn't know then, he wasn't a pekeach then, and after his wine wore off, he... Uh, Started paying people off. Uh, he says you can't really call it a tzach b'shegeg because it's not clear what the situation was. It wasn't really a deadly piece of wood, and he was apparently thirty amma away from the, the victim, so he must have just really like hurled a piece of wood very hard and very far and very fast, and somehow that's how he killed him. He says, that's like Karav L'Koyche Shal Kain Gadol. Kain Gadol has to be uh, moved, all. he has to stand out the Koyche. This is like uh, exceptional stuff. This is like world record uh, material here. So uh, a, bit, a bit of a freak accident. So, but on the other hand, we can't let people get away with this kind of thing. Uh, people are just going to commit murder and say, ah, oh, I was a Shagig. So there's something called Migdar Milsa. So Mamela, uh, then he turns to that tone and he says, Therefore, we have to punish him. And there's also a form of tikkunit shul over here. It's before the rekeach. But uh, we have to give him malkos. And he says, we have to give him malkos every day for a year. Look, I mean, similar to the other case as well, which also involves malkos and other things every day. Twelve months. And then from then on, we forget about it. Uh, just... Uh, just like in Gehenna, Metzhne Masar Chaydash, Tzolerach Zahir... Uh, he killed him fully, ruled Nekatli Palge with Malkos. Uh, and if the Nertzach has some uh, surviving uh, descendants that relied on him for Parnasa, so we have to force this guy to, to provide for that person, uh, which we find with Baba Mabutta and Hardus, if you uh, extinguish, so you have to do something to repair it. And he has to, again, he mentions this idea of, well, here's the opposite, actually. There, the Marie said not to cut his hair in his, in his beard. Here he says the opposite. He should shave his head in his beard, which is a sign of Avelos, like you find in Eve, um, until it grows back. So that's also uh, a certain sign, a certain thing you should do. Um, and Kedai, he, he should fast as well. Make sure that the fasting works out for him on his level. And Bimedia uh, Barabim. And then once we did all of these things, so then it will be us to mention it again. Then we'll be to mention him ever again after that. 
and you punish those who don't follow that. So that is the uh, Sikom. So we, we explored, uh, we, so we started with the Ramah. After we didn't mention the Shulchan Aruch, but the Ramah that says that uh, you're trying to get away with uh, what you're doing because Shikrit Shalait. And we saw there's two big discussions. First of all, how do we define Shikrit Shalait? It's not necessarily fully clear cut. And we also saw that Lav Dafka is a Tanganum and that you just get away with anything. So if you did something very severe, you might quite likely still be considered liable, uh, either Mamash Alpidin or at least uh, um, to be Gaidir together. I uh, just as Samar Makaymas, I didn't base this on what they wrote, but I came in the course of putting this together, I came across that the Rav Chaim Rappaport wrote about this topic in Kavit's Artists of Yodim issue, uh, Gillian number 1085. There's also someone actually put together two big volumes called Shtia V'Shichros Bahalacha, and uh, many chapters uh, t- tackling it from all angles, and among others, he also tackles, uh, discusses these issues.